Welcome to the Octo Podcast, everybody. Hello and welcome back to the Octo Podcast, everybody. Glad to be back with y'all today. Um, got a lot of stuff going on. Um, big news, first and foremost, about to go... We will be going to a Cardinals game. About to go check out the Cardinals Dodgers tonight, um, which we're gonna kind of talk about those the past two games have been fucking wild. They've been wild, all right. These two last two games have been fucking nuts. Seven to six on both scores. We're gonna dive into a little bit more, um, kind of break it down. Hopefully, we're gonna get another good game tonight because uh, should be a good one. We'll just who's gonna who's gonna win that series? It's tied one one. Uh, they're both taking it. Both teams are taking it one one. Um, then we got some more of the, the top five, or top five. We're not to the top five yet. We are getting down to, we're getting close. Next episode will be top seven. We're doing the power rankings. This is where it gets down to the nitty-gritty. We'll be in the top ten. We're going to do 12 through eight, and then seven down all the way to one on the next one. So we're kind of wrapping that ball up. We're going to be interesting to see who's at the cream of the crop, top of the top going into this season, and giving my thoughts on that perspective. And the first thing I want to kind of lead into and touch base with, uh, still continue on this NBA free agency um, there was another, there was an interesting signing that I did want to talk about too, uh, in a, in a, in a trade, it looks like KCP, Catavius Caldwell-Pope is going to extend, he's actually going to extend and he's going to stay with Denver, which is interesting because they're getting even, adding some more pieces now, we're going to start taking Denver serious, we haven't been able to take Denver serious because the Nuggets a couple years back, when they had gotten in, they were young, and they were kind of surprising. And, man, Jamal Murray was doing a lot with them guys, and he was balling out, and they looked really good. Was that maybe even the bubble when they first – it might even have been the bubble when they first started popping off. But the way the way they were they, – they're going, man. They're, they're moving in the right place. Last year, they were riddled with injuries. You know, they got into – it was just the Joker MVP by himself in the playoffs. So, I mean, you can only imagine what them guys could have done in the West. It would have been a, it would have been a lot tougher West. Um, especially if, uh, we don't know how Golden State would have gotten there if the Nuggets had been healthy. I would have liked the Nuggets. A healthy Nuggets team was really good. I think they were a tier above um, Utah, who seemed like they were getting in the playoffs, but it was almost a stalemate. You know, that whole Utah experiment that they had going with Rudy, and now they're kind of breaking it up. And interesting enough, well, I also want to talk about this, too, is an interesting, seems like Utah's fielding offers now, not, not you know, they shipped off Rudy. But to Minnesota, now they're talking about um, possibly flipping him, uh, Donovan Mitchell. So they might go full rebuild. And Donovan Mitchell, I think, is, a, is an, um, an, an easier trade to get done just because of where his the way he's viewed as far as some of these bigger ones like Kevin Durant and Kyrie. I think a Donovan Mitchell trade is a little bit easier because – it's come out, a lot of reports have come out, execs don't know if he's, Donovan Mitchell's yet that guy. I think he is the guy. I don't know if he's, he's definitely, he can lead your team, but he needs complimentary pieces around him, just like any star. He's not, the problem is with these stars moving, is we tend to view them in a scale of LeBron James. And this is what makes LeBron James such a great player, is because everywhere LeBron James has gone, he went to Miami. Balled out and won two rings. Came back to Cleveland. 
got him a championship, like he said. Anywhere that dude goes, he's in the finals. How many years in a row was he in the finals? Was it 10 years he's in the finals? I mean, this dude, it's it's not – it's that's why I don't like Kevin Durant being thrown in the mix. Kevin Durant's a great player. But he shouldn't be thrown in the mix either with uh, – with the likes of, 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 excuse me, with LeBron. Because not everybody's a LeBron. And it's not that, it's not like it's a, it's a knock on these guys. Nobody's a LeBron. It's just LeBron's that good. And a lot of people like to hate on LeBron. That, I think that hatred just comes from how great he really is. And no one likes to see the, the same guy doing the same thing over and over again, being so dominant. But to me, that's what it is. I think that's why Donovan Mitchell trade gets done a little bit easier because he, you don't have to give up. Teams aren't going to have to break up their entire rosters. They're going to have to cut some pieces out to make the trade happen and probably some draft picks. But to me, it seems like an easier trade to get done than a Kevin Durant, Kyrie. Kyrie, I think Kyrie wants to stay, you know, opting in. He wants to stay, but it seems now that Durant is, is not about it. I wonder... To me, what this smells like, I, I smell the writing on the wall. I think both these guys stay at this point. I think we've gotten so unraveled. It was all a big story. And I think nothing gets done, and they run it back. To be honest, they bring back uh, their pieces, and Durant. They get a, we get a full season of Durant, Kyrie, and Ben Simmons. And what's wrong with that? I don't know why these guys are, are quick to... To move off of this. I don't know why KD's leaving this situation. Because I'm hearing he's going to go back to Golden State now. There's, They're talking to Curry. Would he be okay with it? And that move seems... That don't seem like the move. Golden State seems like they're up. They got things figured out to me. They just come off winning national, the national championship. They just come off winning the NBA Finals. The roster's still pretty good. They have a mix of young and old. You know, Wiseman's going to be coming back. He's going to be looking good. Kaminga's taking a step forward. I mean, these guys are going to be... De- I don't know where KD fits in that. You're going to move off some of these young guys to get KD? Didn't you already do that? The only way it would make sense for me, and I, and I don't think Golden State would do it just from a loyalty standpoint, from a business standpoint, because I'm not a, a Warriors fan. I know Warriors fans don't want to hear this. If it was me, I'd try to come up off Clay if I'm going to make that trade. I would, throw, I would lead in with Clay. A draft pick, and oh, man, maybe you have to give up Kaminga. Maybe that's all you. You can't get rid of Wiseman because they're too small to get rid of Wiseman. They need that height. You know, Minnesota next year, Gobert and Cat, gonna be tough. So, what what I like to see from that is is I I, I think KD should stay, man. And to me, stay. If you like Kyrie, if that relationship's still there, run it back with Kyrie. If you have no beef with Ben Simmons. What's the issue with running Ben Simmons? You got a solid roster. And I'm not the big, big time Ben Simmons fan, but I think you can make it work. Where are you going to go that you're not going to tear apart a team and then it's just going to be you and maybe one other guy? Phoenix. Who you, who's, that team's getting tore up. You, you get to keep Booker, right? Is that, would Booker be on the table for that trade? I don't know. Probably not. No, they're not getting rid of Booker. But, Okay, so KD and Booker and then vet men guys. I mean, that's what that's the problem. These guys get these big max deals. You get five max deals going on here, and it's just obnoxious. And obviously, not going to get five, but I think where he's at is where he needs to be. But it's it's just him moving and doing all this. It's just it puts a bad stink on him, and then he and he's on social media going on and on about it. It's like 
dude, you're not going to win the heart. Stay off. Why are you online? You know, why are you on there giving them satisfaction? Why bother? Why, why feed into that? You know, it's not, you're never going to win that situation. So, but that's just, that's just KD and that's just who he is. And that's, that's how he operates. It's MO. So just kind of going to roll with the punches. You got to know what you're going to get, but, uh, I don't, I don't see him coming to Miami. I, I don't see it. I could see us getting down to Mitchell because if we give, if we get in the mix for KD, that's easily Tyler Hero's Tyler Hero for sure. Would they? Who else would they want? I mean, what what would you have to come off of? A lot of the younger core, Michaela Martin's the Max Struce, uh He'd have to probably go. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't like us breaking up. I think Miami's gonna have to. They need to retool. I see them go after Donovan Mitchell. I heard something about maybe them linked to Donovan Mitchell early on. I like that play. I, I really do. I think that's a good play because Jimmy likes to get in his moments where he likes to be off the ball. He reminds me of Jimmy Butler how they play. They like to. They could be the. They like. They will be the guy to score. But a lot of times Jimmy will fall back and we get on Jimmy. Hey, you gotta be aggressive. You gotta be aggressive. And then he gets those games where he goes for 40 points. But um, for the most part, they, they play kind of the same role. So I'll, I could see it working because one could go off and the other one comes on. The other one goes off and the other one comes on. I, I could see that working. I, I like that a lot. Um, so I, it, it, would, it would definitely be interesting. Um, I don't know where else Donovan Mitchell would be really where, – where, where could he go? I don't see him with the Suns. So see, that would be a tough situation. Where where would you other where else are you gonna get him? But teams gotta make moves, man. These teams don't want to compete. Miami's gonna have to make moves. They can't just go back at it because Boston's not just going back at it. They went and got Malcolm Brogdon, a move I did like. I don't know if we talked about that on here. I don't think we did. But the Malcolm Brogdon move by Boston, good God, dude, their bench is gonna be nasty. The bench was they were already a deep team. So Boston's, to me, at this at this point, Boston's the number one in the East going forward. That's just that's just my my, my opinion. Um, West is a, a shootout, man. I don't know what to expect from the West. To be honest with you, I I really don't know what to expect from that that side of the the ball. It's going to be interesting to to see. But I don't know with all this trade stuff going on. I, to me, the best move for Katie stay. I right, see Donovan Mitchell get out of Utah now. That roster is just plunked picked apart i like to see him go i like to see him come down to south beach it's an attractive place for to get guys that's why we're always in the mixer guys cause it's a good place you know the the, the the no sales to the tax no tax state tax and all that so there's benefits the weather um so we have the ability to linger guys pat riley's been a beast it always you know the culture down there there's only certain guys are going to fit in miami though that culture jimmy was the man he was the man to fit in there like a joel Embiid. Giannis, them, 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 those guys, those type of guys that just are after it. That's why I don't think KD fits with us, man. He's not our type of guy in in South Beach. He's just not. That's I'm not and not trying to poke fun at the bear, but that soft shit he, he, he comes out sometimes is can't have it. And KD's a dog, man. KD's a killer. I'd love to have him on our team. Are you kidding? But I just don't think he fits that Miami Heat culture. The way his throughout his career, not saying he's not a, like a, a, but it's more of like his what his the chatter. He lets that chatter get to him. Down in Miami, we don't do that. It's us against the world. That's that's how Miami is. And if he could buy into it, maybe. But it, it's, 
It'd be a learning experience. So that'd be something KD would have to learn about. So there's a lot of moves. A lot of teams I got to retool. Um, I like I said, I love what Boston did. Malcolm Brogdon move was solid. Um, a lot, a lot of good stuff. The West is just a lot of good teams making, trying to make moves. You know, like I said already, now the Nuggets making a move. I like it. nothing splashy though. Nothing like whoa. They're not, they're not, they're not trying to get Kevin Durant or anything like that. But you know, they, they know what they're doing. They're making good, solid moves. So a lot of teams in the West got to continue to do that. Uh, we'll see what, what comes out of this when all said and done, when the dust settles. We'll see where KD comes out of. If he's in New Jersey or not. I, I Hell to me, I like I said, run it back. What's wrong with that Nets roster? I, I don't get what's wrong with that Nets roster. But you make it work. We're going to have to make it work. All right, so um, power rankings. Here we are, folks. I'm about to wrap this thing up. I'm about to wrap these power rankings up now. So, uh, we'll recap. We'll recap the last last episodes where we left off. So, we did 17 through 13. I had the Saints at 17, Eagles 16, Cowboys 15, Colts, or Broncos 14, Colts 13. So, we're starting off at 12. I got the, the Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders. I got them um, at 12. I think they have potential to grow. Uh, once the season gets going, i like to see what they got. Um, Derek Carr, undeniable quarterback, top 10 quarterback all day. Um, no one gives – I feel like he doesn't get respect. Um, I think this is a year we put respect – this is going to be the year everyone bandwagons on Derek Carr. So, like, they almost did it um, the year he took him to the playoffs. Remember that? Was that his rookie year? Rookie year, second year, he took the Raiders to the playoffs and then got hurt and didn't get to play in the playoff game. And everyone was getting ready to jump on that bandwagon when he was doing that. And so I think we're getting ready to jump on the, the Derek Carr bandwagon. I think it's coming around now that he's got Devontae Adams, one of the best overall receivers. Uh, Hunter Renfro, one of the best route technicians in the game. Um, Demarcus Robinson, uh, Darren Waller, one of the best overall tight ends uh, in the game. A lot of weapons. Josh Jacobs, just a big, beefy bruiser back in the backfield with Kenny and Drake. Zamir White, they brought in. Um, offensive line, they're, they're revamping with Alex Leatherwood um, and some pieces that they, they're bringing in. They're, they're going to get that thing going. I think he's slated to start that right tackle position. Um, he ready to take that thing over. Um, Colton Miller and them guys, they got they got a solid offensive line. Not one of the not the best, not by any means. Um, but they work to improve that offensive line, so I give them credit for that. I think they're going to be pretty good defensively. They look awesome. Uh, um, what they've slowly been starting to do, I, I really like what they're starting to do. Uh, they, you know, they brought in Arakiusin, uh, Trevin Mowrig, one of the best young safeties coming out. Um, they, they took a lot of flyers on a guy at, at receiver at corners. They're really deep on corners. They brought in some vet guys too, Crevion LeBlanc. Veteran guy that's been around that could help that that group. Um, Jonathan Abram, one of the young, hard-hitting safeties. Uh, he's he's a beast. Max Crosby on the line. You know they they they've really tried to get this offensive line going. They brought in they they've been bringing in a lot of pieces. Clinton Farrell out of Clemson, they drafted a few years ago, never amounted to what they wanted to. But then they brought in Chandler Jones. So they, the draft wasn't working. They went and signed Chandler Jones, a a, a known commodity. Coming off, I want to believe, 16. No, 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 that might have been the year before. So, so 10 and a half, six forced fumbles last year. Uh, you're getting a solid player there to help 
go alongside with Max Crosby. So that's going to be good. But you got to get pressure on the quarterback, especially in that division. This league, but in that division, especially with the, the quarterbacks and what they got. Got to do it. Got to be able to do that in this in this in that division. So I, I got Raiders at 12. Um, should, they should be good. They, they should look good. Um, I, I think they have a chance to really do some damage. It's going to be interesting in that, in that division, though. So we'll see, see what comes of it. Um, so, sliding into 11, I have the Baltimore Ravens coming in at 11. Um, they just got to get uh, a healthy Lamar Jackson. Uh, they're a great team. They go as far as Lamar goes, though. We've seen that last year. They got a, uh, They really slid once Lamar went out and Tyler Huntley was... Was it Tyler Huntley? Yeah, it's Tyler Huntley. Sorry, they have... Now they have... Brett Huntley as well. So if Tyler Huntley, if Tyler Huntley and Brett Huntley, it was Tyler Huntley they had last year, and he was filling in. Uh, some moves they made at the receiving core. They're trying to get the receiving core right, get some weapons for Lamar. They've got a bunch of young guys. To me, the Ravens' receiving core is one of the most exciting receiving cores because they're just a bunch of young, ex young guys that all should, could really take a step forward at any, any moment. James Prochet, Devin Duvernay, Rashad Bateman. Tyler Wallace, I mean, they got they are so deep, but it's all young guys. They don't have any proven commodities, especially now that they traded Hollywood Brown. Um, Mark Andrews, another another solid weapon. Um, love that, love that move there uh, uh, of having him as one of the best tight ends in the league. Offensive line, really gotten that thing going. Uh, Tyler Lindenbaum is a good pick. Uh, Morgan Moses, Ronnie Staley, so they're good. They get Kevin Zeitler, the really, really good offensive line. Um, because this team, they'll they're gonna run the ball. They we know what you know. What's funny is with Baltimore, you know what Baltimore is gonna do, and um, they don't care. It's it's like we're gonna run the ball. That's what we do, and teams know it. They can't stop it. But uh, defensively, they've done really good. I like the, the pick of Kyle Hamilton bringing in that. Him him with Marcus Williams, Marcus Peters, and Marlon Humphrey. Outstanding, outstanding DB room. And uh, just with vets, young guys, outstanding DB room in, in Baltimore. Defensively, they're great. Uh, Patrick Queen. Uh, they're just so many guys. Um Michael Pierce, they brought brought back. Calais Campbell's running it back. You know, a lot of guys I really like. Um, I like this. I like this squad. It's just for them. It's just keeping Lamar healthy, um, and they'll get that contract situation figured out. I, I ain't too worried about that. But um, yeah, that, that's where that's where I I would put them there. Interesting enough, I would have them there. Uh, and what's interesting to me also, I think, is a little, a little surprise here at 10. We're now cracking the top 10. And this is, might come as a surprise to some. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if people think this might be a little high, but we'll see. Uh, I got the 49ers at 10, cracking, knocking out the top 10, just above just above the, Ra uh, the Raiders and Ravens. I know I just gas up all those teams, but man, 49ers, the only issue I have with the 49ers, and they could, they could, this could come back to bite me, right? They could slide all the way down, or they could skyrocket up, or they could stay, or they could stay middle of the pack. We don't know. It's the Trey Lance question mark. Uh, we got to see what Trey Lance can do. 
because right now this team's ready to win. This this 49ers team's ready to win. Uh, top to bottom, they're great. Defensively, they got a lot of pieces. Nick Bosa, uh, Fred Warner, Jimmy Ward, Manuel Mosley, Javis Ward, D. Ford, Javon Kenlaw, Reek Arms. I mean, they, their defense line is uh, is ridiculous. They have one of the best, I mean, just simply ridiculous defensive line. One of the best, uh, hell, one of the best defenses, period. I think going into this season, we want the better defenses. Their back end is going to be a little bit more shakier than their their. Their, the front seven, man, the front seven, you're not going to do much. They're, they're going to be getting after it. Them boys are going to be getting after it. If Trey Lance could ball out, uh, San Francisco is going to hold this 10 spot. It's going to make sense. They might even rise a little bit. Uh, George Kittle, one of the great great tight ends in this league. they got a solid offensive line. They did lose Alex Mack in the center position, but um, they did draft some pieces to slide in there and hopefully make, make things work. Uh, I just that, that you know the Debo Samuel deal. That's where I get hung up on as well. I think, I think they get it done. I they're not gonna let him go. They'd be fools, let it go. They just they just gotta work out the kinks, get it right. Um, but really, Trey Lance, man, that's where that's where I, my question mark is, and that's why it was kind of hard to put them because it's like, do I put them low? But man, the, the roster's really good, but also in a tough division. I don't know. So it, it's hard. It was hard for me. It was hard for me, to be honest. But I, I got them I got them rocking out at ten. I think think they're gonna be alright um there uh with that move. Um so that's the question mark. We'll see what happens. Getting into now number nine. I got the Miami Dolphins. I'm a little bit higher on the Miami Dolphins than I think most people are going in this season. Um I'm not a big Tua critic, man. I think you gotta let this guy grow and develop and get his own thing. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not, you know, he's not all these other guys. Stop. This, this, this endless conversation we have about quarterbacks. And if they're not good in one year, then get them the hell out and get them in a different fucking league. But ship them down. You know what I mean? It's like, what do we? What do you mean? You know, I look at let, let this thing. Let, let's see what this thing does. I, I want to see what this thing does. We got offensive-minded coach down there now. With Tua, you bring in Tyreek, Jalen Waddle. That's a nasty one-two punch. You got a solid running back room with Raheem Moser, Chase Edmonds, Sony Michelle. Uh, offensive line. They've been they've been drafting for a few years since Brian Flores got there. They were drafting. Uh, they brought in Teron Armstead to bolster that left tackle. Uh, they got Eichenberg, Connor Williams. I mean, solid. You know, I mean, they're solid. Defensively, well, that's all Brian Flores was going. Offensive line and defense. Well, God, their defense ready to go. Uh, Xavier Howard, one of the best corners. Then you got Byron Jones, uh, Javon Holland at safety. Uh, solid defensive pieces, man. This team is uh, this team's going to do some stuff. This team's going to do some stuff. So I, I think you, this is a team to watch out. They're going to be sneaky good. Everyone's going to be focused on Buffalo. Um, and I think uh, the AFC East... You know, I think the Dolphins make some, make a move here. I like the Dolphins. I really do. I can't take them over the Bills, obviously. You know, you'll see the Bills a little bit later. But now I gotta gotta have a gotta have some put some respect on the Dolphins, man. They're they're really doing some things. I think they're gonna put it all together here in a minute. So, um, what do you think about the Dolphins? You don't know. All right, so moving on then to eight, we got the Arizona Cardinals. 
this will this is where we will drop it off here. Not these Cardinals, not the St. Louis Cardinals, right? No, we're talking football. We're gonna talk about the other Cardinals next. We got the Arizona Cardinals. We got Kyler Murray, James Conner. Uh, this team is really gonna gonna be good. Uh, I. The, 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 the tricky thing is with being eight is how long can they sustain without DeAndre Hopkins being suspended? Is it six games? Let's we'll serve a six-game suspension. Yes, so he's suspended for six games. How's the, how do they look after that sixth game? But maybe that's why they pulled the trigger on Marquise Brown. So Marquise Brown, Randall Moore, A.J. Green, Andy Isabella, they got some weapons. So I don't know if I'm too worried about it. They just got to get the, the Kyler Murray deal done. Get that, get these quarterback deals done and let them stop thinking about it. You don't want to go in the offseason thinking about it. But the offensive line was where it was kind of iffy with them. Um, Kelvin, they brought in Will Hernandez from the Giants who kind of took a, a step off. Um, but since his first year, he was supposed to be a stud. But they're, they're bringing in some pieces. So they, they are addressing the situation a little bit. Maybe see if they can figure this thing out. Um I think they're gonna be all right defensively. They're really they're really putting some some pieces together with Isaiah Simmons. Uh, what are you gonna get from JJ Watt? We don't know, but uh, Isaiah Simmons, Marcus Golden, uh, with Buda Baker, and then you know, Mar Marco Wilson was I like that pick. Marco Wilson uh, from Florida to go along with Byron Murphy Jr. Um, a lot of pieces. Uh, they did lose Chandler Jones, so that could be a. We'll see how that that factors in, but. Yeah, this seems really good. And again, part of that tough division. So I, I have them slightly over um, San Francisco. And it's really hard to because I like San Francisco's defense. But no one commodity at quarterback. You know what you're getting. That's what kind of separates teams from other teams. So we'll see. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what the Cardinals do. Um, we've kind of taken them as kind of they have not reached that real legitimate contender status. They've been flirting with it, getting into the playoffs. But... Not really doing doing much. Haven't proved themselves yet, so we need to see. We need to prove it season. We're in a prove it year, dude. So let's see what they can do. So, um, so transition from one Cardinals to another Cardinals before we wrap this thing up for you guys. We're getting ready to go to a St. Louis Cardinals game. Yeah. Yes, yeah, St. Louis Cardinals games. So, uh, the past few games. Uh, have been amazing. Seven to six, seven to six, and the way the Dodgers have been playing, uh, it's been a lot of comeback. They like to play comeback ball. Uh, they're they're like I believe second in the majors and comeback come from behind victories. Uh, but what what are your what are your thoughts on this game? How's it going to turn out? Come over here. I think it's going to turn out good. You think so? Yeah. Who do you think is going to win, Cardinals or Dodgers? Cardinals. You think the Cardinals are going to win? Yeah. Well. If, it, if I had to guess, the scores, I'm going to say the score is going to be 7-6 to six because that's what the score has been the past two days. Um, the Dodgers in the first game tried to come back. The Cardinals put it on early. Um, they, got a, they, got a, they got an early lead. And then late, uh, all the way to the ninth inning, Freddie Freeman hit a, uh, a solo shot to bring them within one. They almost they almost pulled it off. Again, last night, we got all the way to the – was it the eighth inning? It was 6-2. to two. They got all the way to the eighth inning. Seventh inning, I think they got a – they got a home run, and then eighth inning comes along, and here we go. They had they blown it. They were flirting with it. They couldn't get it the night before, and then they finally got it. They they had gotten it tonight or last night. So 
it'd be interesting. Are we gonna? Hopefully, we just hope it's a thriller like it was the first game. And let's see who who we slated slated to pitch. So we got Dakota Hudson going against Tyler Anderson. Oh boy, this is gonna be a doozy. Uh, we Cardinals did rough up. Uh, now now going back, the pitching for the Dodgers has has been uh, uh, amazing. Um, I just wanted to touch in on. Uh, who was that? What was his name? That pitcher for. Rookie bags, Tristan. Oh, Tony Gosselin. Tony Gosselin was, uh, I just, he was amazing. I mean, if you looked at his stats, I, I wish I had, let's see his stats. Before that, uh, you know, he, 11 and 0, 2.02 ERA, man. That's his season stat. I mean, he's just dominant. And they, they got to him. So the Cardinals are not. Uh, I'm not gonna back down from great pitching because they they took it to him. Tyler Anderson, he's nine and one. He's he's nine and one on the season, but he's all, he's given up a little more runs. Three fifteen ERA to Dakota Hudson, six and five with a four point oh oh ERA. This will be a good one. Um, should be a really good game. We're we're really excited. We're getting ready to go to. We'll be doing that tonight. Um, are we gonna be catching a? So come here. We catching a foul ball. Tell them, what are we doing if we catch a foul ball? What, 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 were, we, what were we doing? We're, when we catch a, when we're catching the ball, I'm going to grab it from my hands and then put it in my glove again. you got to keep it, right? If it's a Cardinals baseball? Yeah. Yeah. So, Terrell had said if, if we we're going to be in right field. So, Terrell said if we're going to catch a ball, he's going to catch it and throw it back. And I was like, well, we don't want to do that if it's a Cardinals ball. We want to keep it. Yeah. So we revised our. No, I was, no, I was not going to throw the Cardinals ball. No, no, if it was the other team's ball? Yeah. Get that ball out of here. We don't want no Dodgers home run ball. Get that ball out of here. We're sending the Dodgers ball back. We're not here. We're going to get a hot. We're going to get a hot dog at the game? Yeah. We're going to get a hot dog. We're going to get nachos. And some popcorn. Popcorn. Got to have the popcorn. Yes, sir. So we are excited over here, man. This is going to be fun. Fun, yes, yes, yes. fun night at uh, baseball tonight. Uh, we're going to go check this thing out. Uh, we're, we're Cardinals all the way. Should be a fun one. If it's, yeah. if it's anything like the last few games, we're, we're going to be in for a good one. What, yeah. what, what do you want to leave them on with? Last hey, note. guys, we're going to do water balloons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's going to be water balloons. But so, anyways, we, <laughs> that's the different. That's something different. That's not going to be at the baseball game. All right, so with that note, we're going to wrap things up here, guys. Uh, we'll, we'll, next episode, we're going to be talking about how that game, baseball game went. We'll catch you guys up on that, um, let you guys know how that game went. Maybe Terrell stopped by. You want to stop by and tell me how the game was? Well, might have Terrell stop by, so check out that episode. He's going to tell us how that game went. Um, other than that, guys, uh, uh, love you all. We'll leave you all here. Um, love you guys. Have a uh, great day, man. Hope you all have a good one. Uh, check it out. Peace.